Hey, it's Neville Medora with a swipes email, which of course means swipe wisdom, interesting picture, essay, and sketch. This is for Friday, February 10th. Hope you enjoy. So let's start with a swipe. So I love this headline and image and copy combo where Volvo makes the case that a wagon can be fast. And it has a picture of a Porsche 911 and a wagon next to it. And of course it looks like the Porsche is faster, but turns out the wagon is. It has a great headline that says to a radar gun, they look exactly alike. And the small text copy goes on to show that in the zero to 60 test, the Volvo wagon beats the Porsche. And just because it's a wagon doesn't mean it's slow. And then also road and track magazine called the Volvo turbo wagon, the closest thing to a five door sports car they've ever seen. So overall pretty cool ad. And it's just like a, a striking looking ad. Here's an interesting piece of wisdom. I don't know if it's wisdom more than some weird loophole, but one of the best things about owning a business is the tax advantages. And I know that sounds really boring, but if you have a hobby such as cooking, this is theoretically a real thing you can do. You could start a small cooking business, you buy all sorts of cooking stuff for your kitchen, and then for your business, all of this stuff is an expense. So if you don't make a lot of money with the cooking thing, you write off the cooking stuff. It, it almost seems weird. Like when I started learning about this, I was like, this is legal. This is what everyone does. It's kind of crazy. I mean, you could literally start a YouTube or a social channel about building house stuff like a deck or a shed. You could build out your dream deck, your dream shed and document it and then write off the renovations as a business loss. This is literally something you can actually do. It's kind of wild when you think about what uh, an advantage business owners will have over a W2 employee in this sense. Here's something interesting. This guy's full-time job is to make tools on his personal website, neal.fun, N-E-A-L.fun. And he just makes all these like weird generators, like one, like draw a perfect circle. And with your mouse, you try to draw a perfect circle and it ranks you. Or uh, earth reviews or 10 years ago, or there's a pile of rocks you can just move around your browser. And at the bottom of every single one is Google AdWords. And I looked up some of the traffic stats. He makes gets 4 million plus visits a month. 300,000 of them plus come from SEO visits. And it's all just monetized by Google AdWords. And since then he's quit his developer job and just gone full time on a site making funny calculators. Uh, I'm totally jealous of this because I make calculators too, but don't monetize them. And I love this idea. Uh, here is a picture. And if I was hired as the copywriter for this 1986 Honda Helix scooter ad, I would have positioned it differently because this might be the ugliest vehicle I've ever seen. Um, I've seen these on the road and I always wonder, I'm like, who the hell would buy something that looks like that? It's just so gross looking, but it is striking. I'll give them that. And uh, I made a few different ones over here. This is really stupid. This is just a joke. I don't know why I even posted this, but it said Helix, no one will ever have sex with you again, <laughs> or it will never get stolen or it has two seats, but you'll always ride alone. I don't know why I was in a dumb mood while I wrote this, but this ugly scooter actually reminds me of this popular thermostat ad that was written by Joe Sugarman. And he sold us through his catalog back in the day. And I always liked Joe Sugarman because he was like an honest direct response writer. Some of them were really scammy. And he loved how this thermostat functioned, but being an honest person, he put this sentence right up at top. He said it had no digital readout, an ugly case, a stupid name, and it almost made us sick. So I like that he was very honest that this was just a very, very ugly product. However, it functioned very, very well. Here's a, a little essay on pricing. So you must have noticed that almost every service you sign up to has either monthly pricing or yearly pricing. And they very aggressively try to get you to buy the yearly option. In fact, they'll usually give two months off. 
So if it's a hundred dollars a month times 12, that'd be $1,200, but they'll sell the yearly to you for like nine ninety nine or something along those lines. So basically two months off. So this may seem relatively obvious, but capturing a yearly customer is far better than capturing a monthly customer. I mean, you only have to pay fees once if they pay yearly, you collect all the money up front, which is great. There's no churn from expiring credit cards and you keep the customer for a full year. And as someone who's run a community and subscription products before, I will say yearly customers are usually way better. Almost every time, if we have a problem with something, it's a monthly customer, not all of them, but it tends to work out that way. So getting a yearly customer is so much better that companies give you months off the purchase price. For example, look at this ConvertKit email that they sent to upsell a yearly plan for my account. So they said, if I pay the annual plan for $5,900, I'll save two months uh, off the subscription. And the reason is what I listed below. I mean, just, there's, there's no way you can mess up a yearly plan. You collect the money and you have it all up front. Whereas if you're, you're, if, you're, uh, if you're a monthly customer, there's a lot of times churn from expiring credit cards. In fact, this is something that e-commerce stores deal with, like 10 to 15% of customers simply churn because their credit card just expired. That's it. So um, I really like this little email and I really like yearly pricing. So if you have something that you sell for a monthly fee, consider making it far cheaper for your customers to sign up as a yearly thing. And I actually showed this in numbers over here. So using this recurring revenue calculator, you can see why yearly is so much more attractive. So for example, here's a $97 a month product with 100 subscribers. So if each member buys and then quits after one month, the total revenue you get from all those customers, $9,700. Not bad, but okay. Let's see if we manage to bill all those people for a yearly price instead of the, the 12 months. So that would mean if you did that, the same 100 subscribers for $97 a month times 12 would be worth $116,000. So that's, that's a pretty dramatic difference. Now, obviously this is like some just, you know, hypothetical thing. No, nothing ever works out that cleanly, but the point is you make a lot more revenue by keeping people a lot longer. So that's why you see so many subscription services incentivize people to do yearly plans. And here's a little sketch question I have for you. So one of my favorite formulas you've heard about me talk a lot about is the ADA formula. You could write pretty much anything with it, email, sales page, whatever. Um, I wanna know, have you ever used it? And if you have, I have a favor. Can you respond to this email or blog post with how you've used the ADA formula in your work or personal life? I would like a story, a quick thing, a quick success with it, uh, whatever you want, including a screenshot would be even cooler, but not necessary. Uh, I just lo love to hear your responses. So respond to this email with your story about how you've used the ADA formula and any successes you've had with it in your work or personal life. My name is Neville Dora. I hope you enjoyed these Friday tidbits and I will talk to you later.